Hey, On The Clock fans, you're listening to another episode with your hosts Raul Lascano and George Martinez as they square off and tackle all of today's hot topics in sports news, trends, current issues happening locally and nationally, as well as highlighting some of our local student athletes across the Sunshine State. Now, welcome your hosts, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. What's going on, On the Clock fans? How are you guys doing? It's January 18th, and you know what that means. It is We are celebrating the great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Uh, I want you to guys know today's not the day to just have off and have barbecues and chill, but actually know what today's meaning is and celebrate it. I'm with myself. I'm here with George Martinez. My God, George, what's going on, man? What up? How are you doing? So I know you're feeling good on this beautiful Monday. I know uh, you are. We're going to get into it. I have not changed outfits since our last <laughs> episode. See, don't want to jinx it. You don't want to jinx it. They're on a roll, so you don't want to jinx it. Listen, on the clock, fans, I know you guys are listening. I know you guys are viewing it. If you're viewing us on YouTube, go ahead, hit subscribe. Go ahead, hit like, comment if you want to. If you're listening to us on the podcast or your first time on the podcast app, subscribe as well. It's for free. Everything's for free. Don't worry, we're not trying to get your pockets. But we have a great show for you, man. we got to recap all the games that went on this weekend. Some major, major injuries happening to two major players in the game. And then their backups recovering for them. So it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful show. And also, we got some beautiful hiring uh, around the league. Different guys are going to be coaching different positions. So we got a lot to talk about, man. We're going to get started. I'm Raul Escano. Like I said, George Martinez here, my right-hand guy. You're on the clock, man. George, sir... How was your weekend? I know, oh. I know that sounds like a dumb question to ask you, but I, I got to ask, how was your weekend, man? How are you doing? Monday is always better when it's victory Monday. And then there's that. Yep. Then there's you know, that. Last week, you sat here and you picked against my Bucks. The only game I picked was differently. Yeah. The only one. So I went, I'm up by one solely because... I picked I picked for the Bucks. You picked you picked against them. I did. It's a great Monday. I, it's I, Victory Monday. We are on our way to Lambeau Field, the historic Lambeau Field, as we continue our quest to host our first Super Bowl <laughs> in Tampa. And baby. you've been calling it all season. You've been saying it all season long. Tom Brady and the Bucks will be the first team ever to not only play in the Super Bowl. Well, playing the Super Bowl in their hometown, that's the first time that anybody's ever that's done it. it. The that's town that they're done. hosting as well. It's an amazing stat, man. Listen, if you want to talk about them first, we can talk about them first. We can talk about them last. It's up to you. I don't really care. Oh, Whatever you want. Start off, we got to start off off a great foot. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about it. We got to talk about the Bucks because yeah. their defense in this recent game against the Saints was superb. Right. If I told you going into this game, I told you Raul, Michael Thomas would have no catches. That's crazy. You would say, there's no way. Yeah. There's no way. The he Bucks had, he had targets. Michael Thomas. Remember, he had targets. No, he was, he was, he was thrown in his direction. Yeah, but he was. they were draped over him like sheets. There was nothing he could do. He was shut down. Yeah, there was nothing, man. You, the, the reason why I picked against him wasn't because, you know, I doubt the Bucks or anything. You know, you, you go with who, who what they've been doing the last couple weeks now. The Saints, I hate to say it, they're jinxed. They are cursed in these playoffs. They are playoff jinxed. And, they are and, playoff and I've jinxed, said man. This to whoever will listen to me this week, <laughs> I said the same thing. Drew Brees is due for a home game fuck up. Yeah. In the playoffs. Yeah. He does it every year. Yeah. 
every year in the playoffs, he goes for two to three interceptions, less than 300 yards passing, one touchdown in the playoffs. It always seems to happen. Yeah. And here it was again, but this time it's against my Bucks. Right. We capitalize on four turnovers. Yeah. In the game, three interceptions, one fumble. That you saw the fumble because you were at the house. Yeah, man, I was there night. watching you saw, it. Yeah, you saw the fumble that happened there on 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 Cook that was punched out. Mm-hmm. The Bucks played defensively; they played great. I think the Bucks defense bailed out the Bucks lackluster offense. Even though the scoreboard says thirty to twenty, you're like, which means they scored thirty points, but because of those four turnovers, the Bucks. Yeah. Defense kept putting the Bucks' offense in great field position, and Brady was Brady. Yeah. And we talked about it. You know, we were waiting for that Brady moment to happen at some point in the second half, and we saw it happen in that third quarter. The you know they drove the ball the, the ball down, they scored a touchdown. Yeah, <sighs> we're going to Green Bay, baby. You guys are. And then, listen, man, I, and people are going to wake up this morning. Then they're gonna they're gonna be looking. Oh, you know, at the highlights. Uh, the people that have been watching the game, they're going to sit there and say, well, Drew Brees, he just sucked that night. You know, he just he was just played horrible that night. Right. The offense wasn't that good. Night. And that's not the case whatsoever. The case happened. How can I say this? How can I make the reference for people? The LeBron factor happened to, to those guys. Does that make sense? The defense was so overpowering. The defense was so much that they just overpowered the Saints offense. Number forty-five for the Bucks, and I don't—I believe that's Devin, Devin, Devin White. Let me tell you something, man. Go ahead and re, start doing it now. If you're at the GM office, if you're working in the financial budgeting office, start, start. <laughs> I'm serious. Start renegotiating that guy's contract. That guy was an animal last night. And it wasn't just his interception; he was all over the field. He was. Making hits and tackles. He was amazing to watch. The defense played so well, was so overpowering that they just dominated them. You brought and up a great thing. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I was gonna say you brought up when we were sitting at the house, you brought up a great thing. The two the two drives, the first two drives that the Saints had was pivotal. And you called it. If we come out of here three points, we won the drive. Because if we're down 14-0, it's a different ball game. It is. You you guys you guys being able to stop them those first two drives and hold them just three points was amazing. Also, bro, and you and I have called offenses. We have been on the on the coaching sideline. When you got to dig deep for a trick play early in the game, yeah, to try boy, to get your offense to ignite, you're struggling. You're having a long night. Yeah, that that pass that Jameis threw and again shot at Jameis Winston, you know, it was it was it was definitely the bag of tricks, right? Yeah. They took the play from another team that did the week prior. Uh Chicago, right. Chicago, that's right. Trubisky Chicago did it, yeah. It was that situation, right? Against the Saints. So it's funny the yeah. Saints pulled it out against the Bucks. But <laughs> it's one of those things where I told you going into it, the Bucks had to be able to run the ball. Yeah. Effectively, which they didn't. Both Ron Jones and Fournette ran the ball well. Yeah, and we're, we were going to have to hold the Saints to field goals instead of touchdowns. Yeah. And in that first in that first quarter, it was 6 nothing. Yeah. It should have been 14-0. Uh, it, it could have been very easily. That changes the game because now, now you force Tampa to not run the ball as much. Now they got to throw it a little bit more. Yeah. Antonio Brown got hurt. Seems yeah. like a little ankle injury in the second quarter. Didn't yeah. really play much the second half. Yeah. So it's one of those things where you start to wonder, 
if it's 14 0, can't do the Bucks muster enough to come back? Yeah. In this situation, their defense got to stop. It was 6 0 instead of 14 0. They stayed on track. They ran the ball. We took we took the lead for the first time. Yeah. In the fourth quarter. And let me tell you something. Well, your offense, I was very surprised. In the beginning, in in the early on in the half, the first half, they were trying to hit everything 15 yards beyond. They were. They and were. I don't I don't know what the game plan was for that. Um maybe they felt confident that they could protect the Brady a little bit longer to complete those passes. But as the game went on, you saw, okay, we can't do this. Let's let's do these crossing routes. Let's do these drag routes. Let's let's get a couple dump routes here because we don't have the time like that. What also, and I, maybe I'm going to ask you because you're the OC guru here. I don't, the double tight end set, or not double tight end set, but two tight ends on the field, same side. I wonder what the strategy was going into that. Yeah, so as I think about it from an OC standpoint, you think about personnel. Right. A lot of defenses will match up what they put on the field based on what the offense has on the field as well. So if the Bucks come out in two tight end set, right? So two tight ends, two receivers and a running back. Typically you'll get more linebackers on the field. Typically True. you'll get a four, three front, two corners, two safeties. Right. That was in essence, what I think the Bucks game plan going into the game. Cause, cause again, the saints play a lot of too high main under, type of defense, which means they press the line of scrimmage. They play defense really with their, with their box, which is a four-down lineman and two linebackers. Safety's over the top, and they play main coverage across the board, and they bet on their defensive line just getting to the quarterback quicker than you can get rid of the ball, and they right. can play main-to-main defense. But now when you bring in two tight ends, now you got to bring a third linebacker on the field because just from, from a size perspective, you got to match up size. You're not going to put a DB on Cameron Bright. You're not going to put a DB on Gronk. Right. You're just not going to do it. So it creates matchup problems. And I think the Bucks were able to dictate passing situations because now right. you saw Bray catch you saw Bray catch the ball today or last night more than you saw Bray catch the ball the entire year. Yeah, that's because true. He was consistently matched up against linebackers. Right. And that's what it looked like. Off the field. It looked like they're trying to pull Lattimore. Away from yeah. Godwin and them to to try to cover Gronk or whatever, or, or they felt that that was more of the tougher match. I, you're right. I I saw that. I, remember, I told you I was like, man, they're throwing a break a lot. I mean, early, like Jesus. And if anything, it helps dictate coverage because if you see both Lattimore and the DB covering Godwin and Evans, yeah. Now you know it's man coverage. So now oh, yeah. you know you have a Gronk or Bray isolated against either safety right. or linebacker, right. Or DB if they're if they're in a, in a nickel type of situation, and now this is okay. Let's go run the ball because yeah. now you got seven guys, right? Break Gronk and the five linemen running the ball. You got Ronald Jones, Fournette running behind them. That's where you saw some of the success yeah. the Bucks had in running the ball was because of personnel. Yeah. So if anything, you saw that little chess game being played between the Bucks and the Saints, where defensively. The Saints lost those matchups because the Bucks out out schemed them early on with that personnel. They they really did, man. And and shout out to them. They they looked really really good. I mean, it was a tight ball game going to that fourth quarter. It was nice. I was amazed. Let, let me let me touch on something else. Seeing Drew Brees in the fourth quarter, sitting on the bench, looking up at the big uh, jumbotron. Oh, yeah. It we said it when Roethlisberger did it. It, it kind of looked like he was just soaking in the moment, like okay. 
This is it. This is what I'm going to remember for. Yeah, this, this is what I got. I, I do blame Drew Brees on the last drive, throwing the pick. Uh, coverage? Oh, my goodness. I felt like you just stared down Cook the entire time, and I get that, but you literally have five to seven yards ahead of you. Just I know Drew Brees never runs, and that's what they're expecting you to do, never run. You should have took off a couple times in those drives. And, again, I'm not saying go 60 yards, 70 yards like Mahomes or Lamar would do, but five, six yards, make them have to respect you because then – then those those gaps that you're looking for, those crossing routes, they become a little bit more wide open when the when the linebackers are off the drop so deep. The one thing I told you before the game that mattered the most was Tyson Hill was not playing. Yeah, that was huge. I told you before the game played that if Tyson does not play, it takes away that threat yeah. from that quarterback position, that wildcat. Yeah. That's a situation where you would have seen Tyson Hill play quarterback, yeah. gone wildcat, and he would have taken off. Right, Absolutely. It was covered. The Bucks did a great job playing zone defense and playing man-to-man defense all night, the entire game. God, it was good. But man-to-man defense does one thing to your defense: it exposes you to an athletic quarterback because yeah. now he can take off and run. Yeah, absolutely. When you have Jabari's, it is not a threat. Yeah, when you have a guy like Tyson Hill, it becomes a threat. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I feel like play, he he could get five yards. Taysom would have took 12, 13, lowered his shoulder. Yeah, Taysom would have got a first down. I'm not saying that, but throughout the night, you're like, damn, Drew, take off. Take four yards and just get down. Make them have to stay there because if you do, those crossing routes across the middle become a little bit easier to throw, and you're not throwing the triple coverage. You wanted those ribs. And there's How that healthy too. is he? Because I've been telling that for yeah. a couple of weeks now that he's not. He came back early. Yeah. He's not 100%. No, I mean, you saw how many Eric broken Donald, ribs? You saw Eric Donald. 11 broken against, ribs? Yeah, yeah. So Puncture Eric Donald played with a, with a torn cartilage Jesus. in his rib cage, and he couldn't make it through the whole game. He he sat out majority of that second half in that Rams-Packers game. Yeah, of course. So if this is Aaron Donald that's having this issue, you imagine a guy like Drew Brees who's taking unprotected shots. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So again, I think the Bucks played the Bucks came out and played ballsy defense because they played main to main coverage. Yeah. Against the same receivers who notorious are known for killing us in main to man or even in zone coverage. We just can't play with them. But I told you from the very beginning that front four, the stat line didn't show the sacks. No. But it doesn't show the hurries the pressures, the and those interceptions yeah. were caused because he had to get rid of the ball sooner than he wanted to. Yeah, four turnovers will, will do it to you. Three picks, one fumble. It, it'll do it to you. You can't win a ball game that way whatsoever. Um, and the margin is so small when it comes to playoff football that you can't really – you can't sacrifice it, man. You really can't. You can't, you can't um, especially with Tom Brady. Yeah, and, and, and you're right, especially with a guy who, who's known to be ice in his veins – Tom Brady. Um, Which, by the way, now he adds another victory Yeah, against another opponent that he's never been before in the playoffs. He's never played him before. Right. In the Saints, Andrew Brees. Yep. Now he adds that to the tally mark. Now he goes against another foe this week in the Green Bay Packers. It is in Lambeau Field. Yeah. In the cold. And you guys destroyed Green Bay last time. We did, and that's what worries me a little bit. You yeah. Know, we, we, we were, again, I think the, the, the key to being the Packers – like I've told you before, running game travels in the playoffs. The Saints didn't have one this week. I know. The Bucks, You're right. Which showed. Right. The Bucks did have one, which showed. But now you go to Lambeau Field, you got to stop Aaron Jones. Yeah. 
before you saw Devontae Adams, you got to stop Aaron Jones before you get to Devontae Adams. Yeah. It'll be interesting. So now the Packers, Rams, what are your thoughts about that match? Because oh, all goodness. the hype was Jalen Rams was going to show up yeah. and shut down Devontae Adams. Yeah. I, Devontae Adams, show a little bit. Oh, my goodness, man. And, and I, w- I mentioned this to you at the house, man. They Devontae Adams like ran routes just like Devontae Smith at Alabama. They must have took that same – concept and started using it they use that triple motion moving left right and they were just trying to expose Ramsey I, I thought it'd be a better matchup but Devontae Adams he definitely got the best of Ramsey especially when I see Ramsey jumping up and down how angry he was uh because he felt like someone should have came over and helped he was hot but he what was hot. He, it was man and the Rams you know shout out to Aaron Rodgers for now we, we saw this uh just this morning freaking Rams every position's wide open now they they've now everybody's Got to be evaluated again. Let me tell you something. I don't think I don't know if golf comes back. That's a possibility. I haven't seen. Have you seen anything from golf that was amazing? Even when they made the the Super Bowl run, was it amazing to you? Like golf to me is, and I'm gonna take you back a little bit to to another Bucks team that won a Super Bowl. He is the Brad Johnson of football. He's a game manager, play action pass. He's got Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. But again, if he's missing one of those guys, Cooper Cup didn't play in that game against the Packers. No. So it allows the defense to just shift their focus to Robert Woods, play seven, eight guys in the box, shut down that running game. Yep. And it, it limits golf can't win you a game. He really he can't only man. manage. A game, and I think that's what you saw Green Bay expose when they when they went to the Super Bowl. And wasn't Gurley the running back? He was. Who's the running back now? And they had a running game. Cam Akers, which is a guy from Florida State. He's again, he's not done bad, well. not bad. But again, when you don't have a Cooper Cup, you get single yeah. Robert Woods. You can play seven guys in the box. You don't have a run game. That it, running game it hurts, man. You make them one side. I agree with you. I, I haven't seen anything from golf that that lets me say, okay, this kid. Was he one was worth it? You remember when we did? It was early in the in the year. We did it on podcast. We broke down, you know, the top ten quarterbacks getting paid, or whatever the case was, and it had like the, you know the normal guys on there. And then it was like a big drop off, and we it kept was. wondering, like, goddamn, how's golf the, right there? Yeah, how how's golf on this freaking list right now as one of a, a high paid quarterback? We we were debating should golf get paid more or less than Dak Prescott? Right, we were like well, that was it right there. That was a teeter line right there. Yeah, Dak Prescott was right above. Golf asking price, and we were oh man, yeah. I, I don't know if, if Dak deserves that much, but why is golf on the list? Right. Why is he even on there? Um, he definitely showed his colors. Um, uh, the Rams, I think, have a better chance with the other quarterback than the guy that hurt his uh, uh Wood, hurt his Woodford, neck. Woodford, Woodford, Woodford guy, yeah. Yep. He they have a better chance with him. I, I saw a little bit more flair from him than I did golf. Um, and having you know, not having your best defensive lineman in the game. At 100% hurts. hurts as well, too. Hurts. He's another leader. Just not just not being impactful. Just the leadership yeah, of knowing to line up. Rolling, you know this from coaching as long as you have. When your dude is in there, somebody else has to step up. Somebody does. The team's got to rally around. And I think that's what Ranger was upset about. Yeah. Is he was trying to do his part. But he was out there by himself. He was playing one on 11. Felt like. It looked, it looked like they were just confused all day long. It looked confused all day long. And shout out again to to Aaron Rodgers, who played amazing. I mean, looked amazing. I, I've never seen such emotion out of him before. Well, for the first time, 
the Packers. So Aaron Rodgers has been to the NFC Championship game three times in his career. Right. This will be the first time it'll be his fourth. It'll be the first time he's hosted his own right the NFC Championship game in Lambeau Field. Usually, usually they were traveling those other three times. They've always traveled. Wow, I didn't know that. the one seed. I forgot about that. They've always been the two seed or lower, so they've always traveled to the one seed yeah. in these situations. Now it'll be the first time they're the host. Tampa's coming into town. Before we preview, because we'll preview that matchup later on yeah. in the week as we get closer to it. Lamar Jackson took on Josh Allen in a in a bracket of AFC guys of all under 27 quarterbacks. You had you had the NFC was of guys of 35 and older. Right. The, the 35, Rogers. 35 and up league. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, Rodgers, Breeze, Brady on uh, on that side. On the other side, you had the 27 and under club yeah. between Baker, Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Mark Jackson. We're going to break down the Bills and Ravens first. The Bills seem to have a great blueprint on how to shut down that ferocious running attack of the Ravens. Yeah, man. I, I think it's that. The Bills, let me tell you something. The Bills all year long have been playing amazing. Bills are legit. The Bills, Bills, the Bills are legit. Are, they're legit, man. But then there's just like the Saints in the NFC. In the AFC, you have problems with the Ravens. When playoff time comes around, they don't look like the same Ravens. Lamar, Lamar Jackson is due for one, man. And, and I, You're right, but and, and he, he didn't leave the fact. game. Here's a fun fact. Lamar Jackson has turned the ball over. In every playoff game he's had. He does. He's got to find a better way to control it. Here's a couple things. I think he played decent. I don't think he played great enough, to obviously, to win the game. Some throws were questionable. The runs looked great. At what point, and I know he's young in his career, how long do you stick with a guy that keeps giving you the same routine like this? Well, and so I agree with that because there's a blueprint to stop him in the playoffs. That's it. And and it does you no good to go 10 and 6, 13 and 3, right? Two years ago they went 13 and 3. This year went 10 and 6. Right. And lose this way. I agree. I mean, they got shut down. They did. By the Bills. And the Bills are not notoriously a phenomenal defensive team. No, they play well defense. They play play good defense. They play great against a run. Right. But it's one of those things where it's in Buffalo, the wind was an issue. Yes. He just some balls swirling all over the place. I've never seen Justin Tucker miss two field goals in a game, and he missed two yeah. this past weekend. He doinked them off both so, uprights. Jesus, yeah, Mr. So the, Automatic. The, the, the Bills curse kind of passed on yeah. to, to Baltimore. Um, I know Lamar Jackson left the game with a concussion. That was unfortunate Conley to see, man. Him. But it's one of those things where – at, at some point or other, you got to expand the offense. I, I know you you said it yeah. I, for almost a year now. Lamar has to be able to throw the out route. He has to be able to throw down the field. That's been your critic. Yeah, my critic's been you got to give him the guys to do so. Right. Des Bryant is not going to push the ball down the field. No, you got to get him. John Brown came back, but he was still nursing an injury. You got to get him guys that are going to be able to push down the field. You got to get them first round receivers. Yeah. You got to go get them top tier receivers to push. Otherwise, they're going to be who they are right now. They're going to be a playoff team that gets bounced first, second round because it's a gimmick offense. Right. They don't have anything else involved in what they do. I agree. I totally agree with you. I, I'm going to put this out there, man. And 
You're going to tell me I'm reaching. I know you're going to tell me I'm reaching. Oh, boy. Tyler Huntley looked better to me in that game than Lamar Jackson did. Oh, man. He looked he looked better to me. Now, this There's is a kid that's coming. He, yes, exactly. Now, this is a kid that came out of Utah. He was he's, he's a good passer. Utah, not a great known school for, for you know, wins. But they do produce, just like BYU makes quarterbacks, so does Utah. Um, I, I'm going to say this. Tyler Huntley looked and I better. Say Tyler, I want to say Tyler Huntley, before going to Utah, was at UCLA. Oh, he might have been. I don't know. Before he might have been. Went, you might want to check him on me, but I think he was at UCLA before he went over there. But again, he looked electrifying. He missed a wide open throw. Yes. In the fourth quarter that would have put the game within seven. Oh, absolutely. He was that close. Yeah. To he, bringing the Ravens back. Where Lamar Jackson threw an interception in the red zone that got returned back for a touchdown. Right. And, and again, I, I told you before, I think the Ravens defense was going to play well. Yeah. And they were going to keep the Ravens in the game, and they did. But again, Lamar Jackson couldn't throw the ball. And at some point or other, you got to be able to push the ball down the field. You do, man. And Tyler, But Tyler was doing it. Tyler, let me tell you something. When you go back and watch a couple of the highlights, he did miss that wide open throw down the seam, um, down the down the seam there. Listen, man. And again, it's it's one of those. We said this before. When dudes wide open, those are like the hardest throws. When a guy's it wide is. open, he's like the hardest <laughs> throws. But he he did miss it, and you're right. He could have broke him in there. But before that, and a little bit after that, the kid made some good throws, sliding up in the pocket, completing some passes that they needed to move the chains. He looked better to me than Lamar Jackson. Now, is that because they didn't have film on him? Film on him, probably. But I also think it's because he's a passer. One's a, he's a better passer. He's a passer. He's just a better passer than Lamar is. I'm going to flirt with this a little bit here. Oh boy, you give Lamar Jackson two more years. I'll give him max. two more years, max. If he doesn't, if he busts out the first round again. Cannot win a playoff game. Yeah, make a move. You move on from Lamar Jackson and you go find you a quarterback, or you start Tyler. One of the two's got to happen because there's no way. And, and I said this before to Raheem Monroe, who argues with me all the time. I've said it all, every quarterback that that moved around, right? So Cam Newton that moved around. I told him two years ago they should have been done with Cam two years ago. No, you're crazy. Bro, he can't win the games no more. He's too inconsistent. I know we we, we want him because we think he's there. This is before he right. hurt his shoulder. He's got to go. Yeah. Matthew Stafford, he's got to go. When Matt Ryan lost the Super Bowl, I gave him one more year, and I was like, he got to go. We can't have these inconsistencies. Okay. So, so as a side note, think about this for a second. Going into 2021 season, yeah. the Bucks will have the most consistent quarterback in the division. Yeah. Breeze is retiring. Yes. Matt Ryan will be out the door. Yep. And Teddy Bridgewater is Teddy Bridgewater with the Panthers, which they're 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 still a few years out from being contenders. Yes, contenders. I agree with wow. you. Wow. You you guys will be just fine in the seat. And especially if you make the Super Bowl, even if you win or lose, you make the Super Bowl, you reload and come back next year. You guys will be even more dominant. If that makes any hey, sense. Now you get a full office and that's prepared together. Right. Now you guys get to practice together and be together. That This whole COVID thing set a lot of teams back. Um, some some of the teams were basically, I don't know, some teams were, were successful early on, but down the stretch here, the Bucks have really 
pulled away from it. You know what I mean? Like they've really shown that they've been gelling. Well, since the bye week, the Bucks haven't lost. No, they haven't. I was surprised We're to see your, your guy go down, though. I was surprised to see him take a sack. I was surprised I was, to see that. That was, was. He, he hasn't oh, been sacked in a while. In a long time. But again, you know, people say, oh, you know, you've gone 5-0. and But, you know, in that 5-0, and you've been the Vikings who didn't make the playoffs. The Falcons who were not making the playoffs. The right. Lions who didn't make the playoffs. You beat the, the Washington football team who were 7-9. But now you beat the Saints. Man, that was convincingly. Legit yeah. two, it, it's an upset. Technically, these back-to-back wins in the playoffs are upset because yeah. the Bucs are the 5 seed, beat the 4 seed. Another five seed in the Bucks beat the two seed now. Yeah. Now we hit a Lambo. What are your thoughts about this Chiefs Browns? Because it was a lot closer than people thought it was going to be. Again, Mahomes left in the fourth quarter with a concussion. Apparently yeah, he's already doing well and, and he's on track yeah. to clear clear concussion this week. But Chad Henney, which is a, a longtime Dolphin, I know you know him well. I do. I do. From your days. I do. Came in and talk about the nuts <laughs> Andy Reid has got to have. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm going to paint your situation here. Okay? There's a minute 41 left. Mm-hmm. You're down by five. Or you're up by five. And you're on your own 40-yard line. Yeah. This guy decides to go for it. With his backup quarterback, yeah, and throw an option route to Tyreek Hill, who gets the first down to ice and win the game. Uh, do you make that? Do you make the call in that situation? Yeah, I do, and I'll tell you why. Because if I'm Andy Reid, America being me, I already know what type of players I've developed. I know what type of repetition we've had done in practice. I know all the ins and outs, and I know me doing a three yard out route. To Tyreek Hill, I know he can make that throw. And that's a safe bet that he can make that. If you had to tell me, hey, man, he's got to pick up 13 yards, I'm like, oh, fuck. That's rough. That's Shit. rough. Shit. I don't have a playbook so, for this clown. But so is, that throw, is that three yard throw the equivalent of a QB sneak? Absolutely. I mean, a, QB sneak right now in the NFL is, I mean, we, we saw a bunch of them on, on Saturday and Sunday yeah. in the games we were watching. It's almost a guarantee. It almost is, man. You know, Tyreek. Here's here's the other part to that. When you when you ask him, do I make the call? It must suck for DBs that got to cover Tyreek Kill because when you see him lined up tight as a DB, you're like, okay, you know what? He's gonna come back out. <laughs> He's gonna run out. He he'll run out here. But Tyreek is so freaking fast. He lines up tight. You don't know if he's gonna go up that seam. You know or if he's gonna cross. read right. If there's a middle safety, middle's closed. If there's a, if there's two safeties, middle's open. He doesn't. He understands that aspect of the game. So as a DB, it must suck. But as a coach, I know. Okay, I'm gonna call this play. We've ran this probably a thousand times. It's got to be one of his bread and butter plays. It's got to be one of the first plays yeah, he installed. It has to be. You know it what I mean? Because it's can't, it's not complex. Hey man, grab the ball. We're gonna half slide the line over here to the right. I need you to roll. Just throw this little three yard out here to Tyreek. It'll be open. And Tyreek running an out route is is pretty freaking quick. So you better. All it was was double go routes and an out route by Tyreek Hill. That's it's a clear it. out. That's it. A clear it's an old fashioned number three receiver clear out play. That's all it is. Again, like you said, it's it's day two install. It, that, it really is. It probably is. It's, we've done this a thousand. He probably doesn't get that many reps in practice, but the only rep he probably got was that freaking out route. You know what I mean? Like we've done this play a hundred times. So I I don't I don't doubt the call. It's Andy Reid. He's he's. He's a very well-prepared coach, man. He always has been. I'm just amazed. I'm just amazed more than the throw. 
seeing Chad Henney run for the first down. Yeah, and Dallas dive to go get it. Ballsy. I was pretty. He was close. Oh, he was. I was pretty ballsy of him. I was more impressed with that. But the Chiefs. That was very Mahomes. Hard. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Chiefs are hard to beat. They were three weeks off. They look rusty in the first half. They look kind of. Come on, we gotta we gotta hurry up and move the engines a little bit. But I'm who giving, is who is next week? Bills or Chiefs? I've been uh, saying this again, for a couple we're, weeks. We're getting a little, a little hell of ourselves. Yeah, for, let me let me here. Let me preview. clean up. Let me clean up. Cleveland. Cleveland. Shout out to Cleveland. They tried their best. They hung in the game as best they can. Here's another question of another quarterback. How long do we last with Baker? Because you are a quarterback away from going to your AFC championship. You are a quarterback away from progressing in the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, how long do we do we sit here and debate on having? Him as a quarterback, that's my question. Like, how do how much longer do we have to last with Baker? You know what I mean? Well, I mean Baker put him in this position from the very beginning. Now, if yeah. if, if Higgins holds on to the ball mm-hmm. and he doesn't get hit, and he holds on to the hit, we may be talking about a uh, a Browns Bills game because Higgins would have scored. If it wasn't for that fumble, they went through the back of the end zone. They caused a touchback. Yeah, I agree. I think if anything, playoff Baker is better than regular season Baker. Really? But the biggest thing that I've told you is the running game. They yeah. ran all well once again. They did. If you can run the ball well, it takes a pre- Baker is not Mahomes. No. Baker is not even like a Josh or Justin Herbert. Yeah. He's not a Josh Allen. He's not one of those guys that's just going to win you a game. He's a high-level game manager. He's going to use play-action pass, push the ball down the field, take your shots here and there, but he's reliant on a running game. No running game, he doesn't do Makes it really tough, yeah. We've seen that ugly Baker definitely come out when there's no running game involved. So, for me, he's an average quarterback. Yeah. He's a Ryan Tannehill so how He's long a, how long do you last with him? How long do we keep him? Because those are my questions. As a GM, as an owner, these are the questions that I'm having. I'm seeing success. I'm seeing we're one step away from from progressing. You're from, quarterback away. We're, you're quarterback, you're quarterback away. away, man. So, again, I'm giving Lamar two years. How long do you have Baker has? Does he have one year? He have one more year and that's it? Because Baker has done something in, for Cleveland that's never been done before is winning a playoff yeah. game. So we got to give him at least two, long. right? You wonder how long that buys him time, right? Because he, he has achieved something that the franchise is never used to achieving. Right. Um, I say two years max because, again, it was the first round picks. He was a five-year contract. Right. I assume the the, the, the Browns are going to pick up his fifth-year fifth option. Yeah. So, again, it gives him probably one more year there before it they did. are making a serious yeah. decision on him. I think you move on from Baker. In two years? Uh, yeah I, yeah, I think he's done because he, to me, he's a Ryan Tannehill, he's a Lamar Jackson, yeah, kind of kind of quarterback. I don't I, a, a golf, right yeah. type of quarterback. I don't think he's a guy a, a Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I don't think he's a guy that you can say this is our franchise quarterback. He's not a Brady. He's not a Breeze. He's not a Mahomes. I mean, could you imagine? You imagine that offense with Aaron Rodgers? Right. You imagine right. what offense like that? Would there be a difference? And here's a question for you here. Would there be a difference between Baker and, let's say, Cam Newton? Oh, yeah, huge difference. 
Better or worse? Some people are going to say worse because after the year that Cam Newton had. Yeah. But again, but think, Cam Newton had nothing. year in that offense. I think it's a better year because you have all those weapons to get the ball to. Right. Um, but I, I could, could you imagine if everything gets shuffled around? You know, if everything gets shuffled around and let's say Matthew Stafford is available, which he probably is, but let's say he is. Matthew Stafford at Cleveland. Can you imagine him being the quarterback with those weapons? Wow. You saw he destroyed teams with two guys, Golden Tate and Megatron. Yeah, he, he, hasn't, he hasn't had a running game in, Ever. in his whole entire career. Yeah, he's. I think the last good running back he ever had was Reggie Bush, maybe. 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 I think it was Bush's like final season. And, and that was a washed up Reggie Bush. Yeah, it was pretty done. I don't think he has it. It's going to be interesting to see. Cleveland played great. But like you said, he got bought time since he won that first playoff game, and then you took the Chiefs to twenty-two to seventeen, kind of loss. You know, it year. bought him time. So I do say two years. If you ever see progression, you move on. Or and again, even if you don't see a repeat of what your success was, so if they can't repeat going eleven and five or twelve, you got to move on from these guys. This you can't stay with these guys the entire time because it's buying your franchise. So we'll see how that goes. My question to you, I know I know we're going to flip, flipping gears, I guess we're going to switching gears, however you want to say it. With them moving on, the Chiefs moving on, and having to play a very strong Buffalo Bills, who comes out winning that game, bro? Because I'm hoping Patrick Mahomes is okay. I know they, they reported he's getting better. But you know, this is the NFL. Your your availability is your best ability. That's it. That's it. So trust me when I tell you, I'm pretty sure Patrick Mahomes woke up and was like, I got to lie about my concussion today. <laughs> <laughs> I got to lie about this whole, mm, I don't feel good thing. Right. Because he, um, he's got to play. If Mahomes plays, I think it's a very tight, contested game. The fact that the game is going to be played in Kansas City, yeah, I think it's going to matter a ton. And again, the Bills defense has to go against Tyreek Hill, Hardman, Watkins, yeah. those guys, Kelsey, those guys. I like Kansas City to win that game solely because they have the one biggest X factor in Mahomes. I, I watched the game. Yeah. And Mahomes rolled out to the right. On a broken play, Kelsey rolled with him, stopped, went the other way, mm. and up the field. And Mahomes hit him for a 22 yard pass. And it's like, are we playing Madden right now? <laughs> Those guys just know each other like, so well. This, this is stuff you do in the backyard. Yeah. It's like when you, when you see that happen, it's like everyone's unguardable because you just never know. What the guy with the ball is going to do, and that was that sucks for NFL DCs because yes. you're literally like, this isn't my fucking fault, man. Do you see right. he's throwing a no look pass? Who the fuck those no look, look passes? What am I? Who, <laughs> show me a drill that I'm supposed to show my DBs and right. linebackers how to defend to the no look pass, please for Christ's sake. Like, how am I supposed to do that? So, oh, yeah. And then stop him from taking off because he's athletic enough to take off for 15 yards. Right. And, and that's the problem is, is oh, you're playing zone coverage. He takes off. He breaks a pocket. You you collapse on him. Right. And you protect the area that he can throw in. And he throws it across the field for 35 yards. 
You're like, what? What am I? What defense what do you call? What? Do? What's in your binder that you like? Hey, you know what? We're gonna go binder. Mahomes. Yeah, you like that. You like that. Uh, <laughs> let me let me look at my binder to figure out what do I do with a guy like let Mahomes. Let me find that page. Let me, yeah. let me find the Mahomes. Yeah. Stop playbook. And it's bullshit. And these guys have to put food on the table. They got families, and I got I'm getting hassled here by a guy that's under 25 years old. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Again, I've been doing this for 15, 20 this years. Half a billion. Dollar contract. I might got Mr. The, yeah. the bionic he, he man over a here. Lottery ticket contract. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and you, you don't know how to defend that bullshit. There's no way. Here's here's my take on the game. And I'm I'm gonna put it out there. If Mahomes comes and struggles that game, and this is you know what, I hate that he got hurt. I hate that he got hurt because not not only because it was him. There's, an there's a now, freaking asterisk now because if he comes in and he goes into that game, that Bills game, and he struggles. People are like, oh, look what the Bills defense did. We made Mahomes struggle. Some people argue, well, no, he's probably still a little concussed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you hear by Tuesday or Wednesday that Mahomes is good to go, they fake the concussion. Yeah. They fake that concussion test yeah. because it's supposed to be all the way till Thursday, but they can't afford him not to practice. You know what I mean? You think so? What, what, um, what are you going to practice different? You got to set up for that Bills defense. Hopefully, he's watching he film. Hopefully, he understands the coverages. He'll watch film. He'll understand the coverages. I mean, well, I think I, again. We'll I, I think Mahomes does well, but I do think it's a very close game. Yeah. If Mahomes does play, I think you know they win by three. Yeah, I think it's a tight game. Otherwise, if Mahomes does not play, Chahey plays. I like Bills Mafia by at least ten kicks because yeah, it just when you substitute. Chad Handy for Mahomes. If Mahomes doesn't play, they don't win. Kids see doesn't no. win. No, there's no way. There's, there's no way. Uh, there's no way. That Bills defense is for real. And again, not that they're like number one, number two, or three. They're but they're in the top fifteen defenses. Like they're they're for okay. Sure. They're oh, okay. Sure. They're not. They're they'll make you pay. And that offense, Josh Allen and and Sty- First of all, Diggs and him. I don't know if you heard about it, since being signed with the Bills. They've been playing Madden and 2K together. They're best, they're best, they're friends, best friends. Like you and I. Yeah, yeah, they're like best friends. I. They understand what everybody's going through. They understand. And you're right because I, when somebody asks me a question, I'm like, yeah, George ain't going to do that. George, George no, yeah, no George way. will there's do that. No yeah. Right. No so way. same thing with him and Diggs. They understand each other. They understand where they're going to be at, what the coverage is, and mm-hmm. he trusts him. This Bills offense, and I said it three or four podcasts ago, if anybody can challenge the Chiefs at 100%, even if Mahomes oh, is 100 it's the Bills. It's the for Bills. Sure. There was exactly. nobody else. So, I'm excited to see how they, they play Kansas City and, and see how, how where we go from here with Mahomes because that was huge, him taking that shot. Um, flipping it to the NFC, I know you're, I know you're going to, I know you who you're going to pick. You know where we're going. Like, I know, you know where you're going to go with this. You know where we're going. <laughs> but uh, let's talk about what you can expect. For, what does your defense expect to see from Aaron Rodgers? What do you think your weakness is, and what do you think he's going to attack? Well, you got to think Rodgers is going to want to establish a run early, early on. Right, that's one of the Bucks' strength. That was the advantage we had against him last time. Is we shut down the run early, we double teamed Devontae Adams, we made him go to somebody else. Is yeah. what the Bucks did. Tell me, beat me by with somebody else, yeah. Right, somebody else has to win the game again. You know. Lazard did a good job against uh, the Rams this past weekend. That has to be our forte. Yeah. I also think we got to go score for score. Yeah, a little bit of a shootout, right? The Bucs have scored now, after the Saints game, 30 points or more 
in six straight games. That's a recipe. They got to score 30 points or more. That 30-point mark is the check mark of, here's how we're going to win a game. If they score under 30 points, we're in trouble. Right. See, and, and that's that's fair to say. What do you say to the guys or people, Buck fans around here in Tampa? Because, you know, Tampa, you, the Buck fans are, are, are a rare breed here, okay? And I we say that because, breed. well, I say that because one week, Brady's, Brady's God. They have a bad game. Brady sucks. So I, I don't even know if these are real Buck fans or not because the real Buck fans be like, Yo, Brady played that, horrible, but I'm still going with the Bucks. You know what I mean? Right. How what do you, how do you feel that your Buck fans are gonna? You think they're gonna be supportive if you guys go into struggle? Because a lot of Buck fans are already like, Yo, we kicked the shit out of Packers last time. We blew them out. This is a walk in the park. We're going to the Super Bowl. It's a playoffs. It's, it's a, a playoffs field now. Right. It's different. It's Aaron Rodgers. You right. cannot expect Aaron Rodgers to play that terrible again. Hell no. Hell no. Again, the way I look at it is the Bucks are going to have to go score for score. Yeah. It's very similar to the Saints game. We're going to have to create turnovers. If we can keep it close going into that third, fourth quarter, Bucks will pull it up. They're going to win the game. Yeah. The Bucks are going to win. Because I think, I, I think the one thing that Green Bay's defense hasn't talked about a lot is they're not very good against the run. No. If the Bucks can run the ball, play action pass, throw the ball down the field, keep that, keep the Bucks offense on the field, keep Aaron Rodgers on the side like they did the first time around, it'll limit it. Then you're playing defense twice because now you're going to limit Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Jones from running the ball because they're down by a score. Right. So now they got to score quickly. So now that's going to take the running game away. It's going to open up more opportunities for turnovers for the Bucks. The Bucks got to get at least two turnovers to win the game. Well said. I totally agree with you. I think Rodgers. Now Rodgers is a truckload, man. I think Rodgers. It's like I was telling. He's MVP candidate. He is, man. He's. I know he's pissed about the blowout before, and those guys are going to play hard in Lambeau Field. They really are. Your Bucks are cruising. There's going to be fans in Lambeau. Oh yeah. That's that's one thing that's going to be a different for the Bucks so far this year. Washington, there wasn't any fans. Mm -hmm. In New Orleans, there wasn't any fans. Right. In Lambo, there's going to be fans. There was fans this past weekend. There. Right. When they took on when they took on the Rams. So there's right. going to be fans there. I wonder how that plays a role. The crowd noise, right? All those little things that you don't really deal with because of COVID yeah. kind of resurface back up. Again, it's another we played back to back great primetime games. Yeah, you guys have. That's two in a row now. Can we make it a third for a berth at the Lombardi Trophy? You know what? I hope so, man. But I, I wonder how the cold is going to affect some of your team. I know like Brady's not going to be affected by it. I don't think Gronk will be affected by it. Antonio Brown won't be affected by it if he plays. Um, your center, <laughs> Jensen, <laughs> the freaking that that redhead killer that just kept destroying number forty-seven for the Saints, just a bully. I know he's played with Baltimore previously, so I don't think the cold will affect him. Do you think the Lambo's cold? The weather will be a factor into these games, which is why we love playoff football in January is because of the different seasons that we have as far as weather. When you're playing the cold, you know you're playing for something. Yeah. It's always been the motto, right? Um, I I think the cold will play an effect on the Bucs early on. I feel the Bucs will adapt to it as they go on. You think about, you know, Evans and Godwin and and those guys – Fournette, he's a Jaguar guy, right? Yeah. He's, he's a Florida guy, LSU. So he's he's used to being a Southeast yes. kind of guy. 
that's going to play a role for sure. Cause, but that's always been the Bucks stigma back in the day when they won the Super Bowl, it was, Oh, the Bucks couldn't win under 60 degree weather. Yeah. Dolphins do you know too. Last, do you know the last time the Bucks won? No. A game under 60 degree weather. Was it in Lambo? It was in Lambo and it was a guy by the name of Martin Gramatica. Kicked yeah. a 63 yard game winning field goal. Speaking of Martin Gramatica, audience members, if you're not doing anything on zliving.com, <laughs> you can catch the, the Martin Gramatica show with our our special, special lady of sports, Ruth the Truth. Ruth the Truth. There's a special right. shout out for you guys. But yeah, that, that, so that was the last time. I, listen, man, the way if your defense comes out the way they played uh, last night against Rodgers and they do it again, the, Rodgers and them are in trouble, man. They're in serious, serious trouble if your defense is humming the way it was, especially if 45s around the ball. Because I love how yeah, that kid played. Was a, was a dude. Yeah. Now, come on, this. Did the Bucks just end Breeze's career? They did, man. We talked because about it earlier. We ended watching him sit there, man. We That's, ended Dominic Nab. Yeah. Back in the day when we won the Super Bowl. Yeah. We ended Dominic Nab. Basically, we ended his career. We shut down the stadium. We shut down Tom McNabb. Yeah. Everything went downhill since then. Is Breeze's career over? It is, man. It, it's done. I think he knows it's over. He tried to he salvage seen, it. He was seen talking to Winston. Yeah. Saying this team is yours. Nice. Which I said, let's go. Yeah, yeah. And then twice a year, you guys will definitely be fine. 30 for 30 years? Yeah, yeah. You, you'll be fine again. Um I don't think Sean Payton stays with Winston, but whatever. Um, we'll see. I, he definitely retired him, man. Brady and those Bucks, they retired him. And it's kind of, it's kind of, it sucks it a little bit. It's sweet for Buck fans because that's been your rival in your division Arch for nemesis. years. He's he's beaten you guys for years, and I get it. I understand the happiness as a. But if you set aside the team, and you look at just the football aspect, if you're a true football fan and you love it. You hate to see one of the legends go. Right. You know what I mean? Especially when they go in a loss. You know, it you know, when Ray Lewis and Ed Reed decided to go, it was it was emotional for me because I love watching those guys from the hurricanes all the yeah, way to their career. Yeah. And they were able to go on top, but not everybody's able to go on top every year. You're not everybody's able to to win the Super Bowl and just say, Okay, I'm gonna walk away. There's been guys that've done it. You know, when Peyton Manning finally won his, he he and with Denver, I think his second one, he was just like, Okay, now I'm done. I proved what I had to prove. I'm freaking done. So now everybody gets that that beautiful welcome or that ride off into the sunset on a white horse with a white tuxedo on. You know what I mean? Like riding away. But yeah, that was his last game, man. I think Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger if we if nothing changes, that yeah, might have been his last game. Too. And we and we're losing hey, legends, man, we, man. We can be done. We can be down Breeze and Roethlisberger and still have Tom Brady playing. And still, <laughs> is that not insane, man? That is crazy. No, I think Bray, I think Breeze is done. Yeah. Um, as a Bucks fan, I'm glad he's and happy. Yeah. That we've given him the pleasure of losing to us. That's the last stinging memory yeah. in his career. They lost to us in the 2021 playoffs. Yeah. I will remind Peter Williams of this <laughs> forever. Yeah, but but you are right. You know, whenever you see a great one leave the game, you always want to be with a trophy. You do, man. 
It, it doesn't happen all the time. It's just, it just respect. It's respect. It it's the way you want a grade to go out is with the Lombardi trophies, with, you know, achieving the highest possible achievement in whatever sport they're in, yeah. whether it be, you know, basketball, football, hockey, you know, soccer, whatever it is. But I think he's done. I think Roethlisberger is done. But I think, I think you have this new wave. I mean, we, we talked about it. You have quarterbacks under 27 years old in the AFC. Yeah, man. Yeah. Right. Those are the guys that are all in it right now. And there's other guys waiting it to is. get in, you know, same thing with the NFC. You know, you had Russell Wilson, Brady, Rodgers. I mean, there's quarterback is such an important position in the NFL, which is why the, it's the most long-lasting position if you do it well. Yes. In the NFL, salute to Breeze. If it is, if he is done, salute to him. It's a heck of an accomplishment what he's done, Absolutely. especially for his height. Yeah. Everybody was questioning his height. He had that crazy shoulder injury when he was with the Chargers yep. back in the day that led him to New Orleans. What he did for the state of New Orleans and delivering that that championship for them during Katrina and everything else was phenomenal. It was amazing. And, and is also done, you know, shout out to him for everything he's accomplished. He was the youngest, winniest Super Bowl champion at 24 years old. Yeah. I mean, he, ha- he you know, that Steelers tradition is rich. For sure, and he's definitely a part of it. So shout out to those two guys. I think their first ballot Hall of Fame guys once once they're eligible for it. Yeah. But till then, <laughs> Brady's going on, baby. He is, man. He is, and, and he deserves it. The Bucks deserve it. Their defense played well. Uh, it looked good, man. It looked good all the way around. Um, but it, it, I will miss Breeze. Marino, Marino's last game, man, was against the Jacksonville Jaguars in a loss and we lost huge. Marino's last football game was 62 to 7, man. Wow. He took a loss like that, so going on with the Bucks, man. You guys are doing great. Who, who was the quarterback and running back? Was Fred Taylor playing then? Yeah. Or was that was that much later? That was no, that was Brunell and, and freaking Oh, it was Fred it was Taylor Brunel, era. Fred Taylor and Keenan and Keenan uh or uh, McCardell. McCardell, yes, Keenan McCardell. Yeah, it's Smith. Smith. We got we got too. roasted. Oh, we man. got that, roasted. That was, that was a start of the open offense. It was man, and and it, to see what Marino, you know, that last game his head, and you know, everything he was he was just done, man. And I was really thinking like, no, nah, Marino's such a competitor. He'll be like, man, fuck that. Let me get one more year, and if I lose, I lose. Yeah, but, but I'm not going to lose sixty-two to seven. Yeah, he didn't have the dudes. He didn't have the guy around him. He knew it. Uh, he didn't have yeah. one anymore as well. He was. He didn't want to play for anybody else, which, which you know, there, there's a lot to be said for that too. There right? is. He didn't want to play for anybody else, which, you know, you can always wonder about some guys that have played for other teams. You know, Brady included. Yeah. He, you know, which by the way, next year the Bucks go to Foxborough <sighs> to go play L. Belichick. I would stick around and, just for that if I was Brady. If Brady, <laughs> it would suck if he won the Super Bowl and he announced he's retired, but. You know what I'm saying? I would no, stick around there one more year. He's not that kind of guy. No. I think if he wins this one with Tampa, he'll come back again. Yeah, well, I mean, even, I think if he loses, he comes back again because Gronk already said yeah. he wants to come back. And he's not yeah, doing Gronk anything already, without, yeah. without Brady. So. <laughs> yeah, he's well, and, and I think Brady fully intends to honor his two-year contract with the Bucks. Yeah. And two years from now, he may retire. He may. And if he, he's yeah, a back-to-back man. Super Bowl winner, I'd retire. <laughs> Can you imagine that? What you know, a story. The wife, the wife asked me the question earlier in the week. Does he retire a Buck? Or do you retire a Patriot because of who he's played for? I go, Michelle, he for sure retires a Patriot. Yeah, man. He's no matter. I go, the only way he retires a buck is if he plays 
five more years, right. and he wins five more Super Bowls in the next five years in a row. Yeah, because Montana retired. He didn't retire chief. He didn't. You know what I mean? He retired 49er. Right, right, right. And all these guys always go back to their home. They do. And, and Brady will sign his one-day one contract with the Patriots and retire Patriot. Because that's the right thing to do. Right. Again, he's not. Tampa is on borrowed time. And they, they're that's okay with that. Is. And you guys and, are okay with that. Is, and Tampa is okay with that. Yeah. Uh, but that's all it is. I mean, he he's a he's a Patriot guy. And shout out to them in Michigan for developing a Hall of Fame guy. It is, man. One of the few highlights for Michigan. <laughs> One of the very few <laughs> that Brian could be proud of. <laughs> Uh, but I tell you what, George, man, that, that hits our hour mark for the podcast, man. And anybody joining us, we thank you so much for, for watching and listening again. If you're on YouTube, you're watching us, you're at home, you're at your job sneaking on the YouTube to watch us. Shout outs to you. We're very, very well done, but go ahead, hit subscribe, uh, like, and comment as well. And if you're watching us right now on Facebook or Twitch or Twitter or wherever you're watching us at, go to on the clock radio, hit the, whatever podcasting app that you use. Hit subscribe and it's completely free. And go ahead and listen to us, man. Please, please wear your mask. George, I want to leave them with one little thing since it is Martin Luther King's uh, birthday. I want, to, I want to leave them with one little thing, one little quote that, that I listen to all the time. And, and hopefully it says something. Uh, this is something that, that I was told when I was a kid and I've always listened to it. There's something to be said that I must say to people who stand on the warm threshold, which leads into the peace of justice. In the process of gaining our rightful place, we must not be guilty of wrongful deeds. Let us not seek to satisfy our thirst for freedom by drinking from the cup of bitterness and hatred. That's a little quote that I, I remembered when I was a kid. I've always listened to that. Listen, wow, that's impactful. It is, man. Please, everybody, don't th- don't drink through from the thirst of hatred. Uh, love each other, man. Trump is gone, so please, let's all just unify. And uh, wear listen, your mask. wear your mask. Wear, wear your mask. George, I love you, man. I can't wait to jump on there again. I can't wait to see what else unfolds in the news. Until then, man, I'll I'm be rocking with you, bro. Let them know where we're going to be at. Yeah, man, uh, absolutely. So next show will be on Thursday. we we'll dropping hot, so make sure you check it out then. Join the sports debate on our uh, Facebook group. Visit that at On The Clock Sports Talk. Visit our website, otcsportstalk.com. Send us an email, on the clock 20 at gmo.com. And until next time, you're on the clock.